Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi everyone, it's Dan and Brendan, and this is Come, Come Through, Through Queen. Queen. This is episode sixty-seven. Rosé all fucking day, and go fuck yourself. Welcome to Come Through Queen. This week we've got a lot in the news. Does Ivanka still acknowledge Tinsley? Does Tinsley still acknowledge Ivanka? We've got the receipts. And Peggy Sulahane from Orange County is a homophobe, and Doctor Doctor Estella Snyder wants to tell you about it. Brandy fucking Glanville is joining fucking Celebrity Big Brother House, and she wants to tell you the fuck about it. Um, and surprise, bitch, Sheree might be married, and it's a tale as old as time, or at least as old enough to be connected to Nini's Trump check. We're also checking in on who showed up to Jill Zarin's Hamptons bash, and who Bravo refused to acknowledge. Plus, we've got recaps of OC, and we're still in Mexico with the New York ladies. And as always, we'll have our Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. Hey, Brendan. Hey, Dan. How's it going? Great. How are you? Just back from Maine. Yeah, back this morning, right? Uh, last night. Last night. Yeah, I don't do an overnighter flight. And plus, it's only like a 45-minute flight, so. Mm. Boop, boop. Just Shoot back up. last night. Fun. How, How was you it? Too? It was good. Nice and cool for the summer. Love being cool for the summer. I, I was here in New York City just holding on the fort. Yeah. Nothing really exciting. Went to like a, brun- a brunch. Mm. You used to be an anti-brunch activist. I know, but there's this place on the Upper West Side where you can get like a pizza during brunch. Is it just like a regular pizza or like a brunchy like a pizza? personal pizza. They're, they have brunchy pizzas, but I like to get the regular one. Mm, it's okay. like I don't need like a, I don't need like a oh, let's a put some eggs egg. on it. <laughs> Actually, I do like an egg on a pizza in certain mm-hmm. circumstances. I know that you don't know the pizza world, but... Yeah, not very familiar with mm-hmm. it. I only had my first one last month. <laughs> but here we are. Um, but we have a lot of news to get into this week, so we should just jump right in. Okay, so this first story, it like really brought us through like a lot of steps to get to knowing the full story. Yeah, and I was just sitting on a main porch, like... By the seat of my pants, reading all this. So first, I saw a Radar Online story, which I tweeted at Dan, and the title was "quote heartless unquote Real Housewives OC star Peggy Salawana." I don't know how to say her last name. Sal- Salahane? I don't know. Band brother from father's funeral for being gay. Which that is some clickbait if I've ever seen it. And like when Dan is not there during the week like on gchat it's like hard for me to send him information so a lot of it ends up being public because it's just easier for me to tweet it to him (laughs) than like get it on my phone and like do that whole thing Mm -mm. so i tweeted at him and one gregory bennett from the real housewives of new jersey stepped in and informed us that estella who is mauricio umansky's (laughs) mom was the person peddling this story so i ran didn't did not walk, walk no. to Estella's Facebook page where this is so crazy so bear with, bear with me because I think she thought it was like Twitter but she could type longer mm-hmm. so she goes 
at Andy. Well, she even included she included the period that you put in front of yeah, on Twitter. So that you don't miss it. Yeah, so at Andy, at Bravo TV, at Gretchen Rossi, at Bravo Watch What Happens Live, at Evolution USA. This woman, hashtag Peggy Sihuana, is a hypocrite. On December 9th, 2016... <laughs> she has the date. I was at the funeral of... Um, Paul Atto, who is Peggy's brother's father. Mm-hmm. So she was at the funeral. Mm-hmm. Paul is her dear friend as well as his, as his fiance, Pat, at Patrick Simpson. Mm-hmm. Patrick was not allowed in the chapel until once the service had started. Someone escorted him to the chapel with security people following him, behind him, trying to kick him out. Paul was not even allowed to seat with at special place they have for the family in the chapel. Patrick was not allowed to sit next to his fiance to bring him comfort. <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> there's typos, a lot of like grammar here. issues, so um, So basically she goes on and on and drags Peggy for this and she says, I have never experienced a family behaving like this in a funeral just because they hate gay people. <laughs> Paul Atto, brother to Peggy, had to host his own guests at his own home. Bravo... Okay, I think she tried to tag Bravoholic, which is like a Twitter account. Bravo slash... Or Spaceholic, at Bravo TV, at ROC Bravo, hashtag Andy Cohen, hashtag Evolution Media. (laughs) This woman and her husband can't stand the gay community. (laughs) I recognize that we humans all have the right to choose... Oh, that's spelled correctly. Choose. (laughs) Our stand in the world regarding different issues. However, to be a hypocrite as to how important for a family when she's the only when she only constantly hurts her brother is just a plane like an airplane. Yeah. Why? <laughs> she oh, she goes on to say another uh, yeah. similar thing like that, and she says if Peggy saying differently because she wants the celebrity of being a housewife and make believe she is okay with the gay community, then show it first to your own brother. Hashtag Paul Atto. Hashtag Paul Atto. So, this... It's so insane that Estella Umansky is stepping in here. Yeah. And if you go to her Twitter, if you go to her Facebook, she's still hooting and hollering about it. Crossing show lines. Yeah, but staying in the Evolution Media family, mm-hmm. most importantly. <laughs> um, also pulling Gretchen Rossi into this. Of all the housewives <laughs> to pull into this, like known ally Gretchen Rossi (laughs) Um, we must ring the alarm for Gretchen but also like these kind of posts are interspersed with like Trump check posts magas yeah she would fit in very well with Lane Lancaster Mm -hmm. they need like their own show together on like Fox News or something but we also learned that Peggy's brother was in Jeff Lewis's renovation show with uh Jenny Pulos. It wasn't like it wasn't flipping out. It was like a spinoff they had. Yeah, it was a spinoff they had. Where they did like different people, just a room. Yeah, I think. And that's still like proudly advertised on the guy's Facebook page if you go to it. And he gave the acting performance of a century. I never saw it. Oh, you didn't click on it. He like falls to the floor and is like sobbing. I can't tell if he's like so happy or upset over it. And like Jeff is just like standing there awkwardly. Because he doesn't like dealing with emotions. Ugh. Um, so that was a sight to behold. So run, don't walk to... And get Paula too on this show. Bring I mean, him out, Andy, during the reunion. I don't with know. With Estella in arm in arm. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know where I stand on this. I, I, it's, it's so messy. It's so messy. It's like they're talking to like fucking Tamra Tattles and like those kind of blogs which had a trigger warning on it. I'm flailing my arms right now. These are like the kind of blogs that like will like sometimes dip into when like trying to look for things. Yeah. Going like it's like if we really, really, really like just don't have anything that week. Yeah. We'll like dip into a Tamra Tattles or a like, see what she's tattling yeah, about. See what she's tattling about, and this is the kind of stuff that you come up with. But this just like fell into our lap. This hit me hard on my Facebook feed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Be- beautiful research you did, Brendan. Thank you. And speaking of research. Oh, I, I did a lot of research when you were gone. I know. <laughs> While the cat's away, <laughs> the mice research Bravo celebrities. So, uh, Tinsley and Ivanka. So, in my, sisters. in my head of heads, I like knew just as a fact that they must know each other 
from the New York socialite scene. From like Gossip Girl. Weren't they both on Gossip Girl? Yeah, but at like different times. I yeah, think. but like they're part of the fam. Well, yeah, but like they're part of that world. And I had previously, I definitely had Googled photos of them together in the past. But for <laughs> some reason, I decided to like put a few on Twitter last night and be like, oh, I wonder if they still are in contact. And like the post like moderately blew up. You went viral, one might say. No, it was a very moderate <laughs> thing. And like people like who love Ivanka like were like quote tweeting me being like, I hope they're still friends. I love them both. Oh, and, really? Like, that sort of thing. Wow. Um, which was interesting. So I went to do some research and like, are they still in contact? Who knows? So keep in mind. A side note. Of the four pictures, there's one truly beautiful picture where they're, they probably look like the youngest out of like the four pictures and they both look wasted. Like really wasted, like having the night of their lives. And I want to get that photo, including the Getty Images tag on it, a frame. (laughs) Because I just, I feel like the Getty Images watermark like adds to the beauty of the photo. Right. Um, So... A little bit of background. Ivanka is currently following 952 people, which, to put it in perspective, I like to keep my ratio down, and I'm only following, like, 20 more people than she is. Mm. Um, and Tinsley is following 298. This all plays in. Yes. Because... 298 Tins- is, like, my kind of number. Yeah, but, like, yeah. But Ivanka is following Tinsley, mm-hmm. and Tinsley isn't following Ivanka. Hmm. And let me sh- let me tell you a little bit about where Tinsley falls among Ivanka's followers. So, the three people that Tinsley followed before Ivanka were Chris Jenner, Trump New York, which is a building of some sort, mm-hmm. and then Coralie Cheriol, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But right after, and this is the most damning, Macy's mm. and Pop Sugar Style. Macy's, Ivanka famously had a line in that during the election, they dropped her. Yeah. So she's, she still follows Macy's despite it all. Well, yeah. And also, that also leads me to believe that she followed Tinsley a long time ago. Yeah. Like, before she got the Macy's line. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's not like she, like, started following her because she was popping up on... New York. And then I went to my favorite website on earth, Twitter advanced search, and started doing some mention (laughs) searching. And I found the last time that Tinsley acknowledged uh, Ivanka was in 2012. Mm -hmm. It was this retweet of some, I don't know, some magazine launch party. Which doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, which someone shared a photo of them with a water, with a Patrick McMullen watermark on it. Also very appropriate. And Tinsley wrote, shared it and wrote cute with like the classic RT mm-hmm. retweet. And Ivanka then did the quote retweet, which I hate. Yeah. It didn't add anything. Only She only added a quote. Yeah. That's why are you doing that? Yeah. Just effing retweet it. But thank you for this, Ivanka, because it was good for our purposes. So I know you said that was the most recent. Did they have any interaction before that or no? Um, Tinsley retweeted... Something that JetBlue said about how Trump... It was like an... Oh my god. It was like an article about like Trump flying JetBlue. And Tinsley was like, yeah, it's the only way to get to Palm Beach or something like that. And that was like say JetBlue, to and from Maine, the free in-flight Wi-Fi had me lit up. Okay. Because usually they try to pull some shenanigans like, pay us like $20 for some Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like $8. Yeah. Yeah. So then, like, it leads, this leads me to believe either, like, Tinsley was too, like, rich woman doesn't know how to use Twitter Mm. and never followed Ivanka in the first place, or at some point made the choice to unfollow Ivanka. Which, given the fact that... She's now hanging out with Carol. She's hanging out with the Vadzevilles. (laughs) And Carol is not only a close friend, but introduced to Tinsley the love of her life. True, Chad. She, she, not Chad, sorry. <laughs> Miss Chad. No, Mr. Mr. Cabin. Coupon Cabin. Yeah. What's his name? Scott. Yeah, Scott Cabin. Uh, she owes it to Carol to unfollow Ivanka and pledge her allegiance. 
so that's that. Yeah, I, I we just thought it was a little bit of an interesting tidbit. Um, now let's get to Brandy Glanville. Oh, so thank you to Robert at RP in HD who tweeted us, "Oh my God, Brandy Glanville is doing Celebrity Big Brother on Tuesday," and. You know, Celebrity Big Brother, I think, needs a little bit of an explanation because it's not like it's not. Oh yeah, like, it's not the Big Brother we've been talking about. It's not U.S. <laughs> Big Brother where like they do all these competitions, yada yada yada. It's in the U.K. and I think they do it every summer and every winter. Mm-hmm. And they pull the like biggest mishmash of reality stars that they have in the U.K. Yeah, it's like literally like. A bunch of guys who all look the same, who I've never heard of. Usually, like, an older woman. Mm-hmm. This time, it's the woman from Absolutely Fabulous. Oh. Um, usually, like, an older woman, and then, like, some other people. Then they'll do, like, a couple choice people from U.S. pop culture, so... But, like, the tr- the trashiest of options from U.S. pop culture. Well, I mean, like, Tiffany Pollard was recently... Yeah, I mean, I would say she was probably, like... On the more A-list side. Right, like Michelle Visage was on it once. Yeah. Like Jonathan Chabon, Perez Hilton. Spidey. Spidey has been on it. Um, Who else? Um, There's that, more. That Gemma woman, but she's Gemma like a British Khan's person. Gemma le- legend. Um, yeah, so when we... I mean, like, this is par for the course for Brandy. Ever since she left Beverly Hills, she has taken any reality show that has come her way she's done marriage counseling without a groom she's done like she's done some cooking show with Leanne Leanne Rimes' ex-husband and now she's hopped on a plane jumped across the pond do you think this is the first time she's ever been to the UK no because I because I feel like they send them abroad they send them to do promo yeah yeah um well, you just... Okay, so then they do these intro videos, and Dan is going to do a reading of Brandy's intro video, because it's pretty unwell. Yeah, and p- part of it is to the tune of Little Mix's Power, so that had me extra amped up. Okay, put on your best Brandy Glanville. Yes. I'm not going to try to do an impersonation, but just to give you the feeling. the essence. I'm Brandy Glanville. I'm best known for saying fuck a lot and drinking a lot of fucking wine. You probably know that because of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Housewives is basically a lot of entitled bitches who have a lot of diamonds and nothing to say. My ex-husband is an actor and he married a country music star after they cheated together and they're happy. I cannot stand when when people treat other people like shit because they think they are better than that person because somebody knows your fucking name because they can ghoul you. Go fuck off. (laughs) There's usually a lot of attention-seeking fame whores in these kind of reality shows, so I'm guessing I may not enjoy them. I definitely have a horrible temper, and when someone's being a dick, I'm going to make sure to call them out. So let's just be clear. I don't have a drinking problem. I have a drinking solution. Rosé all fucking day and go fuck yourself. Beautiful. <laughs> I was sitting in the airport when this went live and screaming at the top of my lungs. It was so unwell. Like, she is just... Yeah, it's... Jumping off the the roof of, like, a 20-story building. I would more say she's leaning into a brand <laughs> that yeah. people maybe don't want to see more of. Yeah. But... The good thing about this show is that they always have a lot of viral clips. Yeah. Like, especially, oh my god, when Tiffany Pollard <laughs> thought that David Geffen, who was in the house... Was it David Geffen? Yeah. Thought he died when it was actually David Bowie. It was so insane, but so amazing. And I mean, you could just follow Platinum Jones, a.k.a. Connor being real for all the iconic... Gemma Collins moments. Don't give him more followers. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so the the beauty of Celebrity Big Brother is you don't actually have to watch it. If you are like tuned into the internet at all, it'll just come to you. Like what you need to see. I wish they did something similar here. But Julie Chen has very much said that like, we don't need to do Celebrity Big Brother. Did you know that they were initially in talks to do Celebrity Big Brother like in the early aughts and... Paris Hilton was, like, almost signed on or was yeah. signed on. Yeah. But they didn't go through with it. That does ring a bell, actually. 
It was like before Paris Hilton is Paris Hilton. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, well, that's the other thing is I don't even understand like the format of the the Celebrity Big Brother show because they're not like doing all these Power of Veto, Golden Power of Veto challenges. I want to say like the House nominates someone or two people and then the public, the public votes them off. And that's how the public used to be involved in voting people off during. Uh, season one of Big Brother in the United States, but the public always voted off like the people who made for good television, so right. it didn't work out that way here. Right. So we'll probably be seeing more of Brandy over the next few weeks. Good for us. Good for us. Also, you know who's always um sorry, just one more thing. Mm-hmm. Who's always rumored to be joining the Big Brother Celebrity Big Brother cast? Who? Every year there's like a list that includes Bianca Del Rio. From RuPaul's Drag Race. Really? Because she did, like... I guess they have, like, an after-show situation. And mm. when Michelle was in the house, she, like, participated in that, like, after-show thing a couple times. Mm. So mm. she's, like, always named. Because I think she said she would do it. Interesting. Like, if there was ever a break in her schedule or something like that. Yeah. But, like, those Drag Race girls, like, are always traveling and get so much money for just traveling around the world. So. But also, it's not really, like, the right platform for her because they're just living there. Like, she would be out of drag. Like, she would go into the house in drag, but then, like, that's the only time she would be in drag. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't really see it. Oh, Austin from the A-List New York was in it. Oh, yeah, he was in it, too. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. All right, Brendan. Okay. From your former homepage. Straight from the A. I swear in college, this was my my homepage. Um, the, The headline here is, Booed Up, Real Houses of Atlanta... Star Sheree Whitfield and prison inmate Tyrone Gilliams make it official. Photos. Newsflash <laughs> Sheree Whitfield of the Real Housewives of Atlanta is now a prison wife. Phaedra wasn't the only housewife with a penchant for inmates. This is actually like such a horribly yeah. written article because word on the curb is that Sheree has been holding down her jailhouse boo for years now. Whitfield and Tyrone Gilliams have a long history outside confinement of the prison walls, but she's reportedly been standing by his side despite his lengthy prison sentence. Um, news recently leaked that Sheree and uh, Tyrone have now officially sealed the deal and made the relationship official. So a website named MTO has obtained several photos of Sheree and Tyrone, and it's him in his, what one would wear in prison, and she's wearing a shirt that says wifey. And, like, they're kissing and all that stuff. And then straight from the A says, I wouldn't normally quote MTO on something like this, but I've personally heard about Sheree's jailhouse visits for quite some time now. Straight from the A. Yes. And so, for the record, and this is where it gets crazy, (laughs) Tyrone is the same promoter that allegedly scammed Sheree and Nini out of appearance fees, causing them both to fall out during the epic fight where (laughs) Nini cited her Trump text. At the time, Tyrone was a, quote, baller who helped Sheree fund the chateau um, with his ill-gotten gains. And as you know, the construction of the home came to a complete halt soon afterwards. And while most people think it's because Sheree was fired from Real Housewives of Atlanta, there's further evidence that it was actually due to the fact that her money source, Tyrone, had gotten, had went to prison. Wow. Like, this throws me a curveball. But also, if this is true, also explains so much? Well, number one... Well, explains Chateau Chiray, number first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Number two, that whole Bob rekindling storyline was BS. Yeah. Number three, we're jumping back into this new season of Atlanta with two newlyweds that we didn't even, like, see coming. Right. And, like, these photos... Like, these photos aren't photoshopped. <laughs> like, I saw them, and I, like, studied them, I feel like. They're real. Mm-mm-mm. As real as Simon Cowell. What does that mean? Oh, I'm Simon, re- Simon Van Campen. Oh, my God. Simon, <laughs> Simon Cowell. <laughs> Sorry, I was watching, um, I was watching uh, America's Got Talent last night, mm-hmm. so that Simon was, like, oh, okay. on the top of my head. <laughs> wow. Uh, I, they're still filming, yeah. They're, they're, like, in the midst of filming, so this is going to be an amazing season already. It's going to be such a weird season. Kim, Nini, Sheree, the gang's all back. And they're on vacation right now in, like, Napa, I heard. Yes, and we can report Marlo is on vacation with them. 
we can report it. You heard it here first. Where did you hear it first? <laughs> no, I saw I saw somewhere on Twitter like there was a group shot of them away on vacation, and it was all the girls who are on the season mm-hmm. plus Marlo. Do you think they'll give a peach to Marlo? Finally? No, <laughs> and there's no chance with everything going on that Shamia is going to break through. Well, Shamia doesn't appear to be on this trip, so God, I had so much hope for her after the reunion. I know. So, let's check in with a follow-up from last week's story. And this part, this one isn't as depressing as last week's story was. No, yeah. This is is, um, just some interesting Housewives news. Jill's Zarin's party. Let's see who showed up. So, from Bravo Daily Dish. Well, so, yeah. Yeah, everyone knows that Jill Zarin always has this party every summer. Yes. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. (laughs) Uh, Jill Zarin had her fifth annual luxury luncheon... And she rounded up an epic crew to raise awareness for the cause for International Thyroid Oncology Group. Uh, it took place at her Southampton home and included appearances by Luann, Ramona, Tinsley, Kelly Ben Simone, Cindy Barshop, Potomac's Giselle, Miami's Marisol Patton, but they left out Adrian Demora, who was also photographed there. Oh, Adriana, yeah. Uh, Jersey's Kathy Wakili, who always shows up. Uh, Melbourne's Petty Floor Berenger, and in the photograph, I didn't know who this woman was, but Jill Zarin graciously tagged everyone, like all 20 women in the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, this woman, Kara Alloway from Toronto, is in the photo, uh, but she is in a show that's not aired here in the United States. So she wasn't included on Bravo's Daily Dish website. And Bravo neglected to mention Her. the Juicy Scoop herself. Oh, Heather McDonald. Heather McDonald. <laughs> oh. So, none of these, none of the appearances here of anyone is surprising except for Ramona. Yes. Because Jill has been running her mouth about Ramona and this particular party from last year about how Ramona, like, begged for an invite and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But they've both gone, been going on the press tours saying that they meet up because... Uh, Ramona's been comforting Jill because of Bobby. And apparently Ramona's brother died three weeks ago. What? Yeah, I just saw that. This was, like, breaking a few minutes ago. I just saw that. So I feel like they're probably, like, comforting each other. Is he the one that, like, was talking about her in the press a little bit, like, a couple years ago? I think she had a brother show up one episode, too. Or maybe this is just my imagination. The sister showed up early in... Dorinda's first season in the Hamptons. Her sister was around. Oh, like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're like, right. Like, bopping around a few times with them. Yeah. Uh, noticeably absent is Cynthia Bailey. He normally shows up to these things, but she's on the trip with yeah, the Yeah, she's filming. Yeah. yeah. So, just thought that was an interesting follow-up from last week. I like that Giselle's there. I want more for Giselle. I know. She's just, like, in the wrong situation. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Orange County. Yeah. Okay. So, this picks up with the aftermath from last week's Looney Tooney episode from The Quiet Woman. Yes, which was such a good episode. And then, like, all of a sudden we get this. I kind of like this episode. Really? Maybe I was just, like, craving some housewives after being away from civilization for a little while. I think you're just crazy. Uh, But we kicked it off by discovering who the new puppet master is. Yeah. And... It's Tamara. It's Tamara. So Kelly was talking to her husband. We discovered who the new puppet master is. And Shannon Madour has Stockholm Syndrome with Tamara. And, <laughs> and, Kelly, and Kelly says she has been mentally locked up and took on traits of her oppressor. <laughs> so, like, I didn't realize Kelly hated Tamara more than Shannon. Because obviously none of this is logical. It's just whoever she dislikes the most. Yeah, I, like, I think she's actually trying to be smart here and being like, oh, I've screwed it so much with Shannon mm-hmm. that I need to act like I could actually be her friend and that the real enemy is someone else so that we can now... She's like, yeah, she's yeah. has the producer's mind in there. Yeah, yeah. Which is good, I guess. <laughs> but she's still not well. Yeah. Uh... And then, I guess, like, the big event of this episode was the Emoji SpawnCon segment. Loved it. It was so <laughs> peculiar. Do you, think, do you think they had thought, like, that far in advance? Well, like, I, was, I was trying to, like, do a little research and take note of, like, when 
people were mentioning dates and stuff, which I've done before in a few episodes. So Peggy is talking to Vicky at this party about like her double mastectomy mm-hmm. and like what she has to do. And she says she has a follow-up surgery at the end of April, beginning of May. So this was filmed April or earlier. Okay, but I think we knew, like, as a people, that the Emoji movie was coming. Like, it's been hyped for quite some time. Quite some time. So I'm trying to figure out, it was like, like, is Bravo slash Evolution Media, like, that smart that they're doing this deep of, like, Spawn Con? And it's not just, like, those weird commercials they do? I mean, it's really to the next level. Because I love, like, the Housewives Spawn Con during commercials... I stop for. Like, I'm fast-forwarding, right. and I'll stop and watch it. I'm trying to think, like, if they did... So, we're not saying that they definitely did this, but if they did this, they did it in a smart time because it was the first time that Peggy was meeting Vicky, and you always have to have the first time that the new housewife meets mm. Vicky because that's, like, always a thing. Unless it's, like, in a throwaway flashback because Peggy met Kelly at some, like, flashback that... I know, but... No, I'm talking about Vicky. Yeah. No, Peggy also met her at that flashback, too. She did? I think so. I don't... I thought she was coming in and, like, meeting her, because then they showed the thing with Lizzie and, like, all that. I don't know. Well, they did the whole, like, that whole flashback of Vicky abusing every new woman. Right. That's why I thought this was the very first time. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. That would... Like, it leads me to the theory that, like, if they were that smart, they would put it yeah a party like this when it's they have to use it why sterling's birthday isn't i like the a name requirement sterling. i like the name sterling i was thinking it because it's uh it's, it's a her name. maiden name right yeah it's her maiden name um she really puts her children in some like trendy haircuts it's like jarring seeing those children around like regular children i think he puts the children really in haircuts i mean look at him <laughs> uh and also look at her brother? The brother, Jesse. Like... Have we seen him before? Or is this, I like, don't think my imagination? So. And they were like, oh, you guys look so much alike. And I was like, no. Well, on what point? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I watched it again last night. Just looking for Jesse? Just, well, no, just, like, <laughs> rewatching because mm-hmm. the first time I wasn't paying attention at some point. Mm-hmm. And I, like, focused on, like, his face during that. And I was like, nope, still doesn't look like her. I see a tiny bit, but not... Not really. Yeah. But What's like, Lydia's mom's name? Judy. Ju- oh, yeah, Judy, Judy. But also, you know how, like, usually the moms of these housewives are like, oh, they've got, like, weird, sad little lives. Yeah. Like, uh, Tamara's mom. Shirley McLean. Judy? <laughs> Judy is living, like, a Her best life. Queen. Like, her husband's rich. Like, they obviously have a ton of money. And, like, she doesn't even have to see her husband that often. Which makes me think that's how Lydia and Doug are staying afloat. By just seeing each other when they see, see... But they have, like, a business together. No, I mean, like, they get to open, oh, like, oh, I weird see. Just, like, do whatever they want. Like, do a magazine. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, Because yeah. I think, like, the wealth Sterling, actually the comes Sterlings. from... Yeah, the Sterlings. It's some Sterling money. They Sterling did silver. have the good flashbacks of Judy being yelled at. Oh, I loved reliving every moment of that. And I had forgotten that Brianna, like, said that shit at the reunion. I know, I forgot that, too. When she was, like talking to when judy was talking to lydia and being like is brianna coming i was like what (laughs) why are you so worried about brianna and then and then we got those receipts from the reunion judy didn't go to that reunion did she no rude yeah well i think like at that point lydia was already like mentally checked out Mm -hmm. because she self evicted yeah and it's sort of really obvious that lydia was brought back because of judy or that was a big part of That's it. That's part of it. But like, also, like, she's really diving headfirst into this role of right. being, like, the Sheree Whitfield of this franchise. It's not working as well, but they're featuring Judy a lot, which is nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm here for Judy content. Um, oh, I like the part when... I don't know... Oh. I don't know if this was at Peggy's house or at the party. But then when Vicky starts talking about how she wants Peggy to keep her medical issues private... I, it was, yes, it was at the party because it was like Peggy was saying goodbye for the first time and they were like sort of exchanging information and Peggy was just like, oh, this is what I'm going through. 
and Vicky was trying to be like, oh, anything you need, yada, yada, yada. But then it went to the fucking confessional where she was like, I really wish she would keep it private. But like, it's clear that she wants her to keep it private to not rem- remind everyone's brains about the cancer scan. Right, right. Um, okay, we have another... F- I for Ugh. we have another v- re- vagina refurbishing <laughs> ceremony, which we had a tweet regarding this. Uh, so it was Patrick Bunnies at Bunnies Bears uh, tweeted us: "Can you do a hard hitting investigation slash deep dive on the vaginal rejuvenation of the housewives? It's everywhere now." I'm gonna have to say no, simply because I don't want to encourage this behavior by whatever franchise has not done it. I don't think New Jersey has done it. And I'm not looking to see it. I also think that, like, we as two gay men shouldn't be, like, deep diving (laughs) vaginal vaginal rejuvenation. rejuvenation. I was like, maybe if we, like, bring someone on to talk about it, that could be a subject matter. But, like, only if, like, one of our friends or someone who's come on before or a future guest is, like, really passionate about this subject matter. I can't imagine who that human we would know would be. Uh, But, God, like, they really... They were they were given the scene, and Kelly. I don't like. I really stopped paying attention. I was playing like Splatoon or something. Kelly and Vicky were like hooting and hollering, trying to make it like the best vaginal rejuvenation scene you have ever seen before. You know what? You know who makes it the best? Sonia Morgan <laughs> oh by <my> herself. <laughs> she doesn't need anyone. <laughs> She'll just talk to herself. Um. You know what I did like? I really, 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 really enjoyed Shannon. And teaching a lady of rock? Teaching a lady of rock how to drive. Because they spent so much time on it, but I was like, this is the kind of content that I want. <laughs> Love it. Beautiful content. Shannon is a rare housewife who, like, I really care when she's with her kids. Because, like, it's so enjoyable. She's a series rejuvenator. She also... <laughs> Dan mentioned it today, and I, I was thinking about her as a possible queen, but... She didn't make the cut. Yeah. But, like, she's been having a great media tour in New York City. Mm, oh, my God. Just reporting week. live from, like, all the stops. Wicked. She's at Wicked. Serendipity. She's at, yeah. Fucking M&M store. No, she's not there. Watching Adeline <laughs> eat, uh, like, a, one of those frozen hot chocolates or whatever the yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah, They were just having tea at the plaza before they leave. And she's looking great. Yeah. I kind of, like, part of me wished they didn't trot her out the season and, like, saved her for, like, a big reveal at the reunion. Because, like, she's already looking great. Right. And, like, we're still three or four months away from the reunion. Right. But I, like, her uh, Watch What Happens Live with Molly Shannon was great. Mm-hmm. Love a Shannon and Shannon. There's double Shannon. Also, Molly Shannon <laughs> mentioned my Vanity Fair article. Oh, my God. <laughs> you totally had that all mapped out in your brain. <laughs> no, I didn't, actually. <laughs> But I'm just saying, that article gets a lot of play on Watch What Happens Live. (laughs) How many months later? (laughs) How many months do I give? Um, Okay, Okay. so things I didn't care about. I mean, my heart cares about Tamara's storyline, but I knew this was going to be the storyline. I knew it. Well, it's all because Sydney has aged into being able to be talked about. Right. So Tamara's chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're erasing families. I can't really make heads or tails of what this whole organization is doing. Also, the interesting part to me here was that... I, when have we spent time with Tamara's dad? Oh, yeah. He just came in with, like... His new his wife. New woman. And then, like, fucking leaving Shirley, Shirley MacLaine out to dry. <laughs> like, she doesn't want to come around, which I understand. The, like, she's not ready. Yeah. The brother is trotted out. I don't know if we've ever seen him before. And then we got Ryan looking like the oldest man of the whole family. Oh, my God. <laughs> my God. Those flashbacks were a lot. He went from, like, one poor choice in terms of, like, his look to now this very different... It's, it's and very, also very poor. Very Duck Dynasty. It's very Duck Dynasty. Which is, like, fine. <laughs> is it? And I noticed... Well, no, I actually... I was watching America's Got Talent last night. And I will tell you, there was a guy with a beard that was, like, that length. But he, like, did it better. And I was like, oh, I'm very attracted to you. And they did this weird trick. Oh, this was, like, a thing. So they did this weird spinning thing, him and his partner, where, like, the 
the woman was like on him in some way and she was holding onto his beard and that was their talent. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> and also disgusting that you were watching this. Well, well. well, Laverne Cox was on and I like to support Why? her. Why? She was like doing a guest judge bit. Mm, 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 mm. She's got talent. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just not, I just can't like, is the organization there to like raise awareness? It's like they're making a documentary and Tamara's oh. a part of the documentary. Mm-hmm. I heard her talking about it on something. And then, was this a fundraiser? Maybe a premiere party. Maybe like a, a like a preview situation. It was like in like what looked to be like a Knights of Columbus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the story though of Sydney hanging out at Ryan and then like Tamara surprise bitching them was something I wish was caught on camera. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't think that was real. Yeah. Um, forgot Megan existed. Megan and her nanny, just two sisters. And, like, Kelly came over. Yeah, Kelly came over. But it's like, I don't even care about that. Yeah, none of that I cared about. I think, I would like to say it here and say it now. They made a mistake by letting Heather DeBrow go. What's your reasoning? There was something about her that moved the story ahead. And, like, even though we didn't do deep dives into, like a lot of like her stuff all the time she wasn't a part of the drama necessarily mm. she knew how to like move it ahead well you know what she was the charade yeah because no one everyone was afraid to have a fight with her right because she has the most money and also can like drag them to the depths of hell right very easily right and like Peggy's not do like she's not gelling it, like the way that she came out came about was like so contrived i mean i i thought her performance at the quiet woman was funny but like i don't see a long i don't see the long game for peggy yeah i think you can't have like someone come back and then also bring someone Mm. like lydia came back and then also brought like her like one time meeting acquaintance yeah well bethany and dorinda came back in the same no no that's not what i mean i mean lydia came back and she brought a stranger is oh, her own oh, person. Yeah, yeah, Dorinda came as like it's no, literally always knowing these people. N- noted, yeah, <laughs> noted friend. We like we'll talk about Dorinda anytime we <laughs> can get. Uh, so what we're gonna do is take a quick break, and we'll be back with our New York conversation. Woohoo! All right, it's time for some New York. What? A beautiful episode. Which, I feel like we were only teased with the first half. Like, the second half came out of nowhere. Nowhere. Yeah. We were only teased up until the knife. But <laughs> the l- knife. let's start at the beginning. Of course. Like, this a very was, good place to start. This was like an episode where it was like point by point. Something was happening in every fucking second. And we so pick up with... Them all drunk and they start to get naked. And Ramona... Admitting that she's not happy, or Sonia wanting her to admit that, rather. Right, right, right. But then Bethany, they start, like, asking who has the best boobs. Bethany takes off her top, and that's, she gets into the pool. Screaming that she has the best boobs. Um, Carol is back with the girl saying, actually, I have the best boobs, and they're natural. Which... I'm not here to judge I feel like that's, like, mean for... No, I'm not judging their boobs, I'm saying, which, like... I'm surprised to hear... Carol's stance rely on the naturalness. Sure. Um, <laughs> but she said that she bears the boobs for the art and the rest of the group bears mm. theirs for tequila. Mm. And then we saw Sonia, Rita. Well, actually, actually, Bethany bared it for animal rights. Oh my God. For PETA. I know. Deep <laughs> cut. Um, Sonia joins and drops trow and falls into the pool as well. Sonia was just waiting for a reason. A million reasons. She had a million (laughs) reasons. So then is when Ramona joins Bethany in the pool fully clothed. And they have like... You you say as though she jumped in with like a pantsuit on. Sorry, in a a bathing suit and a noodle. A a bathing suit accompanied by a noodle. And they have their heart to heart, which you pointed out lasted from daytime to... (laughs) From sunrise to sunset. (laughs) Um, And I will say that 
I think that they, the two of them are most likable when they are both crying together <laughs> and, like, clutching each other on a vacation. Yeah, so it's, like, women empowering women. Right, so they're fine. Everything's great with them. And um, then everyone, like, has to take their drunk selves to get ready for dinner. Well, first of all, Bethany goes to leave the pool, and she didn't remember how she got naked, which is, like, rare for <laughs> Bethany. And then she gets out of the pool, and Sonia's laying there on, like, the deck chair wearing her bathing suit. <laughs> which is another wearing thing. Wearing Bethany's bathing suit. Right. Yeah. And then Sonia full out, <laughs> like, try, like, tried to hook up with Bethany, like, to the point where more than I've ever seen Sonia, like, really try to get it in. I mean, this was... A few hours after she was, like, resting her head on Lou's bosom. I think she even said, like, I think we can just get it in right now. <laughs> or, like, oh something God. like that. <laughs> uh, then we get towards the dark part of the oh episode. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is what we briefly talked about last week. But, like, it all makes sense now. Remember, like, I couldn't understand a thing Dorinda was saying. And mm-hmm. I think maybe, like, I had, like enough drinks tonight to like be on the same frequency (laughs) (laughs) so bethany like gets to the she gets to dinner first again and she like makes a big deal out of it because she's first she's first but apparently she has a little helper so no wonder you're first yeah so then she like goes to like she goes over to where dorinda and tinsley seem to be and like there's little kerfuffle where Dorinda gets mad automatically, being like, it's vacation time. It's vacation time. Which it is. Like, yeah. If they didn't have set plans for dinner. But I am also the Bethany of Ugh. this world. It, that, is that why you hate her the most? Because you see, I see myself. You see yourself in her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, I mean, not for nothing, but an hour and a half late is insanity. I'd be, like, just angry because I'm hungry. Right. Unless there's, like, a triscuitling around. Right. So then they get, into, they get into the first fight, which ends with Dorinda stabbing herself. <laughs> well, I think she was... So now, I like, it made sense to me. Like, she was getting angry because Bethany wasn't hearing what she was saying, mm-hmm. which was she needs to lighten up. She yeah she was like you have so much going on in your life like let yourself lighten up sometimes. So Beth so Dorinda grabbed a knife and like like stabbed the table as if she was like a boss ass bitch which she is. But and like also nicked herself. Seemed to have like also grabbed the blade of the knife as well. <laughs> um which I pointed out while we were watching this like surprised me that this wasn't like this event of cutting her hand open wasn't a sobering experience. Right, because then... They, she just carried on. They keep going, and, like, they were fine for a second. And then she starts to... She said a few things to Bethany. She said, you're a mean bitch. You're a mean bitch, you're a mean bitch. <laughs> and then she seemed to forget that she said that, because then a little later she comes up to Bethany and is like, I cut my hands. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, I couldn't re- I couldn't hear or understand, like, the phrase that pissed Bethany off the most. Like, something about Skinny Girl Day. Like, she... That's when they were outside, and, like, she was like, oh, like, something... Yeah. Dorinda... I think Dorinda, what happens with her, and she actually articulated it really well, she gets way too far ahead of herself when she's, like, drinking, and when she thinks people are coming at her, yeah. she goes on the attack rather than, like... Which, Bethany was coming at her. Right. So she, But, like, Bethany was escalating it. You know what I liked most about this entire exchange, and I think it was consistent throughout this entire episode, I will name Carol Radswell one of the MVPs of this episode, mm-hmm. because when they were all drunk, Carol was defending... Dorinda standing up to Bethany who I think everyone's complaint last season about Carol everyone who loves Carol last season was like oh my god she's like so far up Bethany's buttocks Carol heard our calls yeah and she defends her now um and then the next morning well after well so Bethany and Dorinda get into it again because Dorinda's not quite ready Dorinda's I think is still trying to piece together what happened 
And I think Bethany's energy came at her too negatively to begin with. Well, Bethany, like, the next morning is, like, sulking with, like, sunglasses on. And, like, you could tell she's, like... Ugh. Yeah, she's ready to, like, Even though she back. thinks she's, like, not responding to anything. She's the type who immediately needs a full apology without any back back and forth or anything like that. She needed Dorinda to come and immediately apologize to her mm-hmm. in the morning. Which isn't, I don't think is very fair given like the situation they were in necessarily. Yeah, I mean, Bethany just shoved like 12 shots of tequila down Dorinda's throat. Right. So then Dorinda goes to like lay in bed her happy place and Carol oh, crawls into bed with my her. My heart grew like 10 sizes during the scene. <laughs> I was like actually about to cry during it. But like, I think Carol Carol latched onto what Bethany had said about like, I think kept on bringing about this thing about how people are jealous of her and her successes. And Carol's like, Dorinda's the last person to like have that sort of jealousy about anyone. Yeah. And Carol caught, up on, caught on that. And she said that to Dorinda, you're not the girl who's bitchy about someone else's success. Mm. Which she's right. She's not. And that put Dorinda at ease. Yeah. Um, and we get a little... Before we get to the Dorinda-Bethany like scene, we get a little bit of Sonia FaceTiming with Frenchie, which was... Even though I know this is all put on in like yeah. Sonia antics, I thought this part was funny. When she's like... It's almost as if she's, like, trying to turn her hand into, like, a selfie stick. She was in, like, every... in the middle of the lawn. <laughs> just, like, stumbling across the lawn. <laughs> yeah, and then she was like, I just butt-timed you. Which was funny. Yeah. If you caught up with that. But then, something, a scene where, after it, I wrote in my notes, these are beautiful, complicated women. Dorinda and Bethany sitting down <gasps> and airing, Aww. like, their issues and, like, how they feel... I loved it so much. With so many I statements, and that's how you make up, folks. Mm-mm. It's beautiful. Yeah, is that how you make up? Yeah. You say I? It's like, you're supposed to say I statements, right? Okay, you say like, I, I feel... Did it, instead of saying you. Right. Okay, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Lessons learned on this special <laughs> episode. <laughs> and like, that's like... Okay, so all of that is already an episode and a half of like a normal Housewives show. Yeah. No, it's like a it's like, month of episodes. Yeah, it's, it's a whole month. In Beverly Hills, it's an entire season, not even. Yeah. It takes them like three seasons to like come up with this. It takes them like a whole season to get even just like people to make up. And I think we always talk about, it's because these, the New York women, like there is friendship there. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Like there's history, friendship. Yeah. They all like each other to an extent. Yeah. And on Beverly Hills, it's more like they they all don't like each other because they want to be number one. Right. It's like, if you're on a very competitive team at work, like, and you guys, like, didn't hang out when you didn't have to, and, like, mm-hmm. you were team players when you had to be only. There's, like, no reason to make up. But it was, like, sort of cutthroat. It's like that. Yeah. So then, oh, my God. Well, we learned Tinsley's teleporting to Las Vegas. Well, yeah. We go on the boat. With Tins and Carol and Ramona, which I thought was a small, weird group, but I, it worked. Well, we had more coupon cabin this week, so it just made <laughs> sense. Um, I did like Ramona hitting on the captain, Fred. Yeah. What if we want you? <laughs> or something like that. And she, then, was yeah. on every, she was sitting on Alex to cook the fish. Yeah. Alex was the one who helped her get into oh, the car. Oh, get in the car, yeah. Um... Tinsley is teleporting to Las Vegas, like you said, to be mm-hmm. with Scott. Like, before the, this finale party, which apparently she's hosting. I want to be invited to their wedding, Scott and Tins. I feel like, as an audience, we mm-hmm. deserve to be. We could, or, like, as press. What if they did... A, what if Lou didn't get a wedding special, but Tins did? Oh, get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> It should be, like, a special that's filmed only during Coupon Cabin commercials. I would love that. Like, we see a piece each commercial. I love that. I love that. <laughs> um, then there was the cute stuff. This is added to Carol's MVP-ish. Everything that she was doing, fishing, her antics, and, like, <laughs> the buying the fish and pretending to catch it. That was all cute. <laughs> Harry's antics. <laughs> um, and then we go to the final dinner. Yeah. And it was pretty much just... 
them talking about their roses and thorns. Well, f- first of all, Tinsley's wasted. We get Ramona walking into the final dinner with that final dinner look. <laughs> Looking like Trinity the Tuck Taylor. The most iconic <laughs> look Ramona has ever served. Yeah. It's like, like tightly wrapped, but then there's like flowing pieces. There's two slits. There's slits. There's cutouts. Dorinda says she's Benjamin Button. Someone says something very funny that Ramona finally grew her face back. Oh, yes, yes. After. Because of her laser stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, highlights of the dinner. Drunk Tinsley. And Drunk Tinsley, who actually, in my opinion, everyone kept on commenting how she was drunk, but she was holding her own in like... As on the as... drunkest day, she was holding her own. No, but I'm talking about in this dinner, she was oh. holding her own as far as conversa- oh, okay, conversations yeah, yeah. and fights. Because I felt like she came out looking better in the thing against Luann for some reason. Really? Yeah. I feel like they neither one... I know. I think Lou came out better. No, I just. I mean, I'm a blind Lou fan, so... You truly are. I mean, the one dig that Lou got in, like, where do you live in Palm Beach with your mom? Yeah, that was the fatality. I'm sorry. No, but Bethany jumped in and helped Tinsley. This was... Bethany was really funny here, and she had the confessional. I know that you're a blind Beth hater and a blind Lou stan, but she had the funny moment where she was imitating Lou, and she was talking about every single time that Luann mentions Palm Beach, and it was funny. Okay, And but... it helped Tinsley. She needed help, but it helped her, and I think that they won. <laughs> and then Lou lost again with the Tom comment. Did she, did she really lose? Because yeah. that was a win in my book. <laughs> you are, like, so... <laughs> I will tell you when she won was earlier in the episode. Um, what did she say? Oh, she used Ramona's own line against her. And Ramona was talking oh, yeah. about making up with Bethany. And <laughs> Luann says, until you screw it up again. <laughs> You'll probably screw that up too. Wait, Ramona <laughs> referring to the fight with Bethany, saying like how she she wasn't invited to the tequila trip eventually. She's like... I'm like the girl in the Lindsay Lohan movie. I'm going to be at the lunch table by myself. (laughs) I could not handle that. Also, like, thinking about how close in proximity the Lohans are to this cast of women. Mm. Give Dina. No, actually, no, don't. Keep the same exact (laughs) cast. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, I think that was pretty much it. Next, well, Beth jumping into the ocean. Well, yeah, <laughs> Beth. Yeah, that thing. was funny. Um, next week looks fine. Yeah, you know, I, I never really love the New York finale parties. Yeah, they're all very, they're very contrived, and they're always in loud spaces. And it's always like they always try to get the whole cast of characters. Right. Like we got, we got Harry Dubin, we got Eric Goldie, we got. Eric Goldie, I feel like, is not even someone who's, like, properly been introduced. He's just been there with, like, a lower third. But, like, everyone sort of recognizes him. Yeah. Yeah. Adam was there. Adam's here. We got, what is it, Shelly or whoever the hell Tom... Missy. Missy. Actually, that's going to be the most interesting part. D-Mike. D-Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for that. So, I think that's it for New York. Uh, We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with uh, One True Queen and the Freak of the Week. All right, we're back, and it's time for the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen. So, the Freak. And this this comes to us from, well, I knew about it, but it also comes to us from Chris James Young, who I think is an Australian. Ooh. Tell us about Pettiflor. No, um, just kidding. So, you tell us about Kim Zolciak. So, our freak of the week. Kim Zolciak. She revealed on Tuesday, which is yesterday, that two of her kids are currently recovering after undergoing surgeries. That's not why she's the freak. Um, the Don't Be Tardy star, 39, had to take her daughter Brielle, 20, and son Cash, 4, to get their tonsils removed. Zolciak shared a photo of herself and her husband's. Croy Bierman standing in the middle of a hospital room in the pick the NFL player 31 donned a black shirt that said football while the reality star wore an off the shoulder black top and black pants to their left Cash slept in one hospital bed while Brielle appeared to be hooked up to an IV and snoozing in the bed to their right so I mean first of all you gotta see this picture but this Us Weekly write up is also freakish in its own way well 
the picture is like backlit <laughs> yes. and like like they're they're welcoming them to heaven or it looks like something out of American Horror Story. <laughs> like one of those weird promos that they sometimes do. Because there are two passed out people in like these diagonal... Well, Brielle looks passed out and like Cash looks like he's in pain. It's just like... And like Kim looks great. Like she, she looks just... perfect and poised and posing and like... Looking like Brielle. Looking exactly like Brielle. <laughs> Groy is in his football t-shirt. <laughs> dressed like fucking Sandy in the last scene of uh, (laughs) Grease. she is. And like, we know that the kids are alright, otherwise Kim wouldn't be showing, wouldn't be sharing this photo, but it's like... Would she? (laughs) But it's like, really unwell and deserves the freak of the week. Don't at us, Kim. Um, And now, the one true queen, who's... Probably been a queen a few times before. Probably the most of anyone. If someone went back and counted. Leah Remini's back (laughs) to show the other queens who the one true queen is. She has successfully killed off a fictional character (laughs) (laughs) in order to to be recast with Kevin James back on CBS. So this is from Variety. Variety. Earlier this summer, CBS decided not to bring Aaron Hayes back for the second season of Kevin Can Wait. And the cast, Kevin James's, and they cast Kevin James's former TV wife, Leah Remini, in a series regular role. On Tuesday at the Television Critics Association press tour, CBS executives revealed that Hayes' character will be killed off <laughs> in order to handle the casting shakeup. The character will have passed away, and we will be moving forward in time, catching up at a later date. CBS programming boss Tom Sherman explained of the storyline. When asked by reporter if Kevin Can Wait is morphing into King of Queens by reuniting James and Remini, who guest starred... This is the part that... Because, like, everyone's talking about this, but this is the part that is Mm -hmm. truly psycho. Who guest starred on the season one finale of Kevin Can Wait, Sherman answered, No, don't think so. I think the show speaks for itself and stands for itself. Obviously, the chemistry between Kevin and Leah was amazing in the stunt episode we did at the end of last season, and we decided to, we wanted to continue that. When Remini appeared in the season one finale, she played Vanessa Colucci, an undercover cop and former partner of James's retired cop character. She will reprise that same role as a series regular in season two. <laughs> I think, like, this is so insane. Like, this show is successful in its own right. I think I think I read that it was like the most successful new comedy that premiered last year. And like what I know about like TV executives is that they don't like messing with like success like that. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they did this banking on Leah Remini who deserves to be banked on. Oh yeah. is amazing. But like Aaron Poor wa- Aaron Aaron wanted to be with <laughs> With the King of Queens show. <laughs> I, yeah. I, the thing is, like, I will not watch this. I refuse to watch, like, this kind of show. I yeah, want, oh my god. A CBS comedy? What I, are we doing? I want Leah Remini to, like, be on something that I would watch. But, her being on a CBS comedy brings her back to CBS, which, last time she was on CBS, she was on The Talk. And she got kicked off after the first season. Mm-hmm. And I need a book about that and i'm talking to you brian stelter the cnn reporter who wrote top of the morning about the ann curry debacle and i want leah to promote kevin can wait on the talk it's gonna happen and it's gonna be like this big homecoming thing it's just like julie chen and her need to have some sort of reckoning I would also like her to promote Kevin Can Wait on Big Brother, because you know how sometimes they bring on Mm, CBS stars? Yes. Like when Julie Chen did her Ice Bucket Challenge, they brought in on Will Arnett, who had a CBS show at the time. And I just was watching... Isn't that so weird? I just was watching Julie Chen's Ice Bucket Challenge. (laughs) (laughs) But they'll also, like, give the Big Brother contestants, like, a prize of being able to watch a 30-minute or hour-long drama. Or maybe maybe send her in, like they did with the... um, What's that Zingbot? Yeah, Remember Zingbot. with 
Kathy Griffin that Kathy one Kathy Griffin went in, yeah. Send Leah Rem- Oh my god, Remini. Leah Remini could zing them to hell and back. We can have Leah Remini also be on Survivor. Just show up. <laughs> have Leah Remini be on every show. Yeah. Oh my god, put her at the table with Gail King on CBS this morning. Beautiful. That is it for this week. <laughs> so make sure you subscribe <laughs> on iTunes or Google Play. Leave us a review there. It helps other freaks like you find us. And we actually have... A brand new review. We've been begging for one for weeks, and... This is actually isn't brand new. It's sort of old. I mean, it's like brand new in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. So Liz Bentley, 111111, <laughs> says, Love this pod. Just found it a few months ago, and I'm listening to all the back eps. So funny. Great. Five stars. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Liz. Um, so Brendan. You should also um, find Dan on Twitter at IDKIDK. Follow me at not Brendan. Follow Come Through Queen at Come Through Queen. We have a different Instagram handle. Sorry, I know that's not good social media strategy, but some teen got it. Come through Queen. Come through (laughs) Queen. Come through Queen. Come through Queen podcast. (laughs) Um, Yes. Call us seven one seven four seven free. Brendan, where can we find you online? Not Brendan. You said it already. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Not well, bitch. Love you, love you. Please retweet. See you next week. Bye. Bye. I want to see you come through, queen. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.